Hello, and welcome to episode 250 of Nerd Girl Knits. I'm Katie, also known as Naughty Nerd. And I'm Chris, also known as Genetics. Happy Christmas Eve Eve, y'all. <laughs> Merry Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> yeah. When Amber came to pick me up from work today, that's what she said. <laughs> she doesn't even watch Friends. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> If you hear jingle bells, Katie did not adopt a reindeer. That's the cat. <laughs> yeah. He's... I don't know what he is. <laughs> Honestly, he... Uh, I don't ask questions anymore. <laughs> so, you want to uh, tell them about your Christmas crazy? What do you mean? <laughs> what are you working on? Christmas present. <laughs> when did you start it? Yesterday. <laughs> How many other Christmas gifts have you made? Two. And when did you start those? The 20th. <laughs> yeah. So she got invited to family gatherings for Amber's family and panicked because they are giving gifts to them and, you know, knitter last-minute gifts. <laughs> this I is the last... I that if, I, if I'm sitting around the house and I'm not, like, cooking or sleeping, if there is not a knitting project that's a gift in my hand, she needs to, like, slap me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just poke you with a sharp stick. You've got plenty of them laying around, right? Yeah. That's 90% of my coffee table right now. <laughs> but this is the last one, right? Yep. Okay. Because we couldn't decide on a pattern, so. So what pattern did you finally choose? The Hermione Hearts Ron hat. Did that, I was thinking about that because I have to make a hat for Charlie. Because uh, she's outgrown her, her old coat and her mm -hmm. mittens are too small. The hat mm -hmm. would probably still fit her, but if I've got to make new mittens, I might as well make a hat to go with it. But I wasn't sure if that hat had small enough sizes for kids so it's a one size hat okay but the pattern repeats only 11 stitches okay so you, you could, do multiples like, you could delete a couple of repeats okay how many stitches did you cast on for an adult well, i'm size? doing it in a different weight than what the pattern calls for what does the pattern call for is it finger? pattern calls for a sport i'm doing it on in worsted because ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> So the pattern originally called on to cast on 132, and I cast on 110. Okay. Which is pretty normal for, like, a worsted weight hat for an, an adult human. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to take a look and see if anybody has... Because what I have is... I think it's fingering. green. 405 yards. Probably. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> How many wraps per inch, or does it have, like, needles? Just needle sizes? Or? Um, US 1 to 3. That's a fingering. Yeah, 6, point, six and 3 quarter to 7 and a quarter stitches per inch. Well, that, that would be a, a, almost a sport weight, then. Okay, so that would be almost, like, what it calls for. Yep, you would just need to delete a couple of... Okay, repeats. I need to measure her head and see. Yeah, because the, the gauge for this one's... Um, 
28 stitches and 36 rows is 4 inches in the, the cable. Oh, it has a cable? It's 3 stitches over 3 stitches every 10 rows. Oh, okay. It's not that bad. That's not that bad. I haven't even gotten to that point yet. Okay. So, what I've been working on... I just lost a stitch. There we go. That's that's not everything I'm working on. Okay, we can finish. So, what yarn are you using for that? Hello, Kim. Uh, Malabrigo <laughs> Rios in the English rose colorway. Excuse <laughs> you. Balder, now is not the time. Get off of my back. <laughs> <laughs> he has this fascination with hair. Yeah. He wants to eat it, which is probably why I keep my hair pulled back so often. But yeah. Oh, it's pretty. It's not that stripy in person. Okay. Like the camera's making it look very drastic. It's a little more muted. Yeah. It's definitely variegated, but it's not like stripy, stripy. Yeah, so this is for Amber's stepmom. Mm hmm. And the other thing that I'm actively working on that's not a finished object. So I'm friends with the woman that owns the yokel. The yokel. I'm so tired. <laughs> the local yarn shop. <laughs> <laughs> and she released this really cool knitting kit. So she's going to do one for each of the four elements. And oh, she started cool. off with earth. Mm -hmm. so it's it's the Maristem socks, which are knit in... They're black, I'm sorry. But there's, there's cables on them. Wow. Eh, it was okay. Those are for you, right? Yeah. Okay. I would not knit black cabled socks for anybody but myself. <laughs> this is the second pair of black cabled socks I've made myself. Because the, the first pair, the my Melkor socks that uh, I designed myself yeah. that are also like princess sold because I'm insane. Hi. <laughs> uh, you just like cushy socks, that's all. Well, the nice thing about these is that they're knit in a DK weight. Oh, cool. I've never done that before. So they're slipper socks. Do you... How many stitches did you cast on for your size? 48. Oh, that's awesome. And they, yeah, so I literally, the only reason why I'm not done with the second one is because I started the, these hats. I'm on yeah. the ribbing for the second one. Like, I'm almost done. Oh, they're toe up? Mm-hmm. Okay. But they ended up, I, I did this in a day. Wow. And I, I literally have like four repeats of ribbing left and I'm done. And what yarn did you use? Oh, it's uh the Harrisville nightshades. Okay. In the insomnia color. So in the light, like sunlight, these have a green hue to them. Oh cool. You just can't see it in the light in here. And what size needle did you use? A four. <laughs> I can't imagine knitting socks on a... I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> Maybe not toe up, but it's easy enough to rejigger it to do it top down. Top down. Yeah, totally. You could totally do this top down. The cables would just be going in the opposite direction, but... Yeah. Well, you could, just, still... you could just read the cable chart from the top down instead of the bottom up, right? Right. I forgot that was an option. <laughs> Is there anything else you've been working on? Uh, they're all finished, so 
Okay. We can do that after you talk about what you're working on. I'm like halfway through a... Oh, do you want thing. me to just go ahead and do my finished objects? Yeah, do your foes, because this is going to take me a minute. Okay. So, the first thing is I finally, after much prodding, um, finished Amber Socks. <laughs> that you started last Christmas? December 21st of last year, yeah. Okay. Was that your panic, oh no, I need a gift knitting? That was, maybe if I start them now, I'll have them done in two months for her birthday. Okay, that was birthday panic knitting. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't happen. <laughs> but you have them done before this Christmas, so Merry Christmas. Yes. She's very excited. I've told her, though, that she is not allowed to wear them until I get pictures. So. Yeah. But yeah, they are done. I used... They even kind of match. <laughs> On yeah. the leg. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So this is uh, Toil and Trouble. So yarn dyed by my friend who owns the yarn shop. Um, in the int colorway. Because Tolkien is awesome. And Have then, you asked or thought about teaching classes there? I have considered it. I haven't inquired yet. Yeah. Because they do, they do all sorts of classes. They do like crocheting classes, beginning knitting. They say that they have someone that teaches sock classes, but I haven't seen anything in their newsletters about sock classes in a long time. So you might ask, because like, yeah. you could even do like two at a time sock classes, like advanced socks. Yeah, because I know how to do that. Mm -hmm. um, they do macrame there. Yeah. They do, they, do, they do everything. Do they have weaving classes? They offered them in the past. They haven't done any recently. Probably. But they also do like printmaking. Oh, and, cool. Like fiber dyeing. And yeah, they do everything. It's really great. That's awesome. Mm hmm. All right. Other foes? Yes, I'm not through this row. <laughs> So I got a headband that I made for Amber's mom because she wears these more than she wears hats. Just yeah. something to keep her ears warm. So it's a pattern you see me do before. It's the hot mess headband. And what yarn also, is that? It's also Malabrigo because Amber is obsessed with that yarn. Is it a different colorway? Yeah, it's the, the Archangel colorway, so it's more okay. purpley than yeah. this one. Okay. It's pretty. Yeah. I have a lot of it left, so if she ends up wanting fingerless mitts or something, I can make her a matching set. And then this is the hat I made for Amber's dad. And it's a dark green. Yeah, it looks black on the screen. Yeah, no, it, it's it's a dark green. It's also Malabrigo in the VA colorway, like V-A-A. -A. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's just, it's a ribbed hat with some cables. And... What's the pattern called? It's the Naughty But Nice hat. Which is a free knitty pattern. That's really nice. I like that. Yeah. It fits my giant head. I had to make some modifications. So it's 120 stitches around. And they were like, oh, cast on on a 7 and do the whole thing in a 7. But I've, a lot of people, what they did was did the brim in a 5. Mm -hmm. Did the cables in an 8. Because Whoa. it's a hat and you need stretch. Yeah. And otherwise you don't get that. And then finish it off in a seven. Okay. 
So that's what I did, and it worked. And yeah. it fits my head, and it fits Amber's head, and she got her big head from her dad. So, <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't knit ribbing for a hat on the same needle size as the rest mm-hmm. of the hat, typically. Yeah. I only do that if the, if the whole hat's supposed to be slouchy. Yeah. That's kind of where you can get away with that a little bit. All right, I'm almost done. I have like 10 more stitches. Okay. So I've been working on my shawl. Oh, those colors are so pretty. Yeah, and I've gotten one, two, three, four repeats. I just finished the fourth repeat on the three color stripes. That purple is everything. <laughs> it looks good. And it you can see the blue yeah. well, too, I think. so. Uh, I remember when my hair was that purple. <laughs> But I still have a lot of stitches to go. I, I th- I'm assuming that you do the, the three color stripes until you basically get to the other side yeah. of the shawl. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do a solid band of color at the very bottom. Right. The purple. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> and I also had a blue. You had green though too, right? Green was my replacement for the gray, I think. Okay. I had the green closer to my face. Yeah. So, that's what I've been working on. I actually sat down and knit yesterday. For the first time in I don't know how long. <laughs> like Since the semester started? Middle of the afternoon, on the sofa, earbuds in my ears. Yeah. It was nice. <clears throat> I have no foes, though. (laughs) I still have the two whips on the needles that I started the year with, and I don't think I'm going to finish them before the year is over. And I'm torn because normally what I would do on Christmas Day after we've opened gifts and had lunch and all of that, I sit down and cast on something for myself. And I feel bad about doing that this year when I have other stuff that's not done and a child who needs mittens (laughs) that she doesn't know how to knit yet (laughs) so I'll probably be casting on mittens for her on Christmas day and I have what I'm going to use because she had to get a new coat and it's black and has these kind of iridescent polka dots all over it that are rainbow colors and one of the colors is like this. Mm. So this is Anzula Luster, and it's merino and silk. This was a birthday gift from you guys. Yep. Why are you giving that me was, this? That was for you to use for yourself. <laughs> that was not for you to use for someone else. And I tried to use it in a shawl, and the pattern was just not working. And I can make mittens and a hat for her and still have some left over to make something for me probably this isn't the only skein of luster that I have actually I have a gray one that I got um at a conference a couple of years ago I think that was the skein that we made you search all over the house for yeah and you wonder why I want to knit it for somebody else <laughs> I'm still mad at this yarn <clears throat> Oh, come on. That was fun. (laughs) And then for brainstorming, I wanted to show you guys. So, Charlie, 
had requested more knitting supplies for Christmas and she doesn't watch the show so I can show them to you I haven't wrapped them yet so and I had to go to the local I went to two local yarn shops to find yarn for her and I, she was asking she was like so if I'm gonna knit more I'm gonna need different needles because she's using some of my interchangeables right now for the hat she's working on and I would like to have them back um, <laughs> but she's like and I'm gonna need um, those those marker thingies and a box <laughs> and different yard and like so she she was asking for the whole package basically so I got on Etsy and found she's also way into llamas right now so yeah what 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 where did that come from she had to get a new jacket and when we went to Target, they had these, you know, like fuzzy Muppet jackets that have animal heads. And there was like a koala bear and a raccoon and one of them was a llama. And she's like, I want the llama. So she <laughs> has this lilac llama jacket and it even has little like yarn tassels hanging off its ears. So, and then one of her Kiwi Atlas crates was Peru a couple of months ago and she got to make a llama. Yeah, I was, I was just, it, it crept out of nowhere. All of a sudden I was getting texts asking what the llama song was. <laughs> so, so, I got this from one vendor and I think it was, it's Prairie Bags, I think, maybe on Etsy. And the bag is really neat. It actually has a, a ruler on the inside. That is super cool. And it's got two pockets. Like, I'm a little bit jealous. And a... You got her the fancy bag. Yeah, Prairie Bag Studio. There's a little card. And on the back side, it has the Kitchener Stitch instructions. And it came with three little stitch markers that match. That's handy. Super handy. I cannot tell you how long it took me to memorize how to do Kitchener Stitch. I know. Like, I had the, the bookmark on my phone every time I finished a sock. Stitch Diva had, like, the most clear instructions, so I would always go back to her. But at another Etsy shop, I found matching little notions bag. And at the local yarn shop, I got her some darning needles. Don't let Hannah touch that case. She and... broke two of my cases. <laughs> and this is her... Little measuring Lama tape. tape. Mm -hmm. And it even has a little whoop. There we go. Wrong way. There we go. Here's a little, little llama tape. None of my tape measures have a little charm right there. That's cute. Yeah. And I got her some bulky That's junk so yarn. Pretty. I need Claudia colorway because the next project that she wants to do is a cowl and it calls for bulky weight and there's enough blue in here that I think it'll match her hat, so that's nice. And then I got her the needles that she needs and found a shop online that is still selling these because our local the shop used to have them and I can't find them anywhere anymore. Yeah, mine is full. <laughs> I have two and they're full. I have this and then I have my... Yeah. Well, I haven't seen one from a swap. 
that has all of my like stitch markers for really big projects in and it. And I found some foldy scissors on Amazon. Those are nice ones. Yeah, it's actually a three pack, so I have a couple of extra pair. Those are like the really nice foldable scissors. And then some of the clover, just plastic stitch markers to get her started. So Yeah, she doesn't need the dangly ones yet. She knit them in on accident. Well, and there's actually, there's some in her bag that came with oh, the bag right. that I wasn't planning on. So, But yeah, because <laughs> she was asking me because she did have a, a stitch marker. She has stitch markers in her project now because she's doing the decreases, right? So she has to have it. And she's like, can you knit these into your, I'm like, if you're not careful, yeah, you can do that. And she's like, oh. <laughs> so she's being like very careful not to get it over the wrong loop. So I still have to wrap this and get it under the tree. But I think she'll be super excited. Okay. Do you have any geekery? I don't think so. I finally tried that video game that Amber got me. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> like, so normal video games like that, the gameplay when you're fighting, you either like hit the buttons or there's like triggers on the back of the console, mm -hmm. like the controller that you hit. This one, here, I actually have my... You use the right analog stick. The joystick? Well, well this is the one you use to move with. You fight with this. <laughs> and it's so stupid <laughs> and in fury I died like 12 times <laughs> so I'm not a fan of the gameplay <laughs> but I feel bad because she bought it for me so like I'm gonna try and tough it out but oh I hate it <laughs> it is the most infuriating thing <laughs> oh. well, I went and saw the second Fantastic Beasts movie for How date night that? It was pretty good. Like, good build on the first movie, but definitely things that they need to resolve in later. I think there's going to be five movies. There's, that's what I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they do flashbacks. So they flashback to Newt when he was at Hogwarts. And I swear, the actor that they got to play him when he was in school... Looks just like Eddie Redmayne. I thought they had, like, CGI'd Eddie Redmayne's face on somebody else. Because like, <laughs> the mannerisms and everything, like, he did a really great job. Aww. And uh, Jude Law's not a bad young Dumbledore. But there were... Love Jude Law. There were internet comments about when did he go from, like, being this dapper 1920s guy to wearing purple wizard robes. Like... <laughs> His, his quarter-life crisis. Right, like quarter, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he lived a really long time, so he was probably like 60 and was like, meh. <laughs> yeah, just like, ah, forget it. <laughs> Wizard robes. I'm just not even going to pretend anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then I've... I'm coming up on the end of my reading challenge for the year, and I had set a reading challenge of 60 books, and last time I checked, I was at 76. I think I'm going to make it to 80. And I listened to Curse of the Boyfriend Sweater, which was a book that came out, I think, at the beginning of this year that's written by a knitter. And I would hope so with that title. <laughs> right. But it's it's essays, um, sort of like Yarn Harlot, but she's younger, different life experience. Um, 
but funny. And if you're a knitter, you'll definitely get all you know everything that she's talking about. And she actually reads the audiobook herself. Oh, that's awesome. And the only the only thing that kind of um, niggled at me was when she was talking about whips. She spelled it out. No. <laughs> no, they're not WIPs. They're whips. <laughs> so, but it was it was a good collection of essays on crafting, which I enjoyed. And then I also finished the book for Native American Heritage Month, which was in November. And it's a new book that came out this year called There There by Tommy Orange. And he's a Cheyenne that grew up in Oakland. And it's about being native in a city because I think... The statistic is 70% of natives in the U.S. don't live on reservations anymore, right? And what that means, yeah. like, growing up kind of outside of your own culture. Like, there's a lot of rituals and practices and things that they just don't know because they're not surrounded by those people. Um, and kind of what it means to be native now. And they're, it was an interesting story. Uh, didn't really have a happy ending, but there were, so it, it takes place in different places. So a lot of it's in Oakland, but they talk about, um, the Cheyenne reservation back in Oklahoma. Oh, (laughs) and there's one part where this, this woman is leaving her abusive husband and she gets a ride to the Greyhound bus depot in Oklahoma city. And he's talking about streets that I, that I know. Right. Yeah. That's so so crazy. mm -hmm. But it was, it was a good book and it was interesting. So uh, when I was in college, I actually got a minor in native American studies and took two native American literature classes. And at the beginning of this book, he talks about kind of the, the history of native literature and mentions a bunch of names of authors that I read in college and how there kind of hasn't been a whole lot of literature since basically Sherman Alexie and how he thinks that the native community needs a new kind of story to fit with the lives that they live now. Right. So that was pretty good. I just realized I do have geekery. Okay. Well, hang on. I'm not done. So I also, the, the, the book that I'm ending the year on, although if I finish it before the end of December, I'll start something else. But I just started yesterday a book called One Day in December. And it's a romance, apparently. So Reese Witherspoon has a book club and she picked it. That's well, not why I'm reading it, but. She's not Oprah. She's really good friends with Oprah, though. She's not Oprah. <laughs> um. So that's not why I picked it. I had heard other good things about the story. And it's about this girl in London who one day is like leaving work and gets on a bus and she sees this guy at a bus stop and he's, you know, sitting under the the awning, obviously not waiting for her bus and their eyes lock. And it's like love at first sight or whatever. But there's too many people getting on and off the bus and like they don't connect and she thinks about him off and on for a year and then one day 
her like next year the Christmas party her roommates like oh I want you to meet the guy that I've started dating I, I met him at work right and it's him <laughs> and I've gotten through about I think three years so it's like jumping and it's told kind of like Bridget Jones was told so it's you know it's a certain month and you know New Year's resolutions and she's talking about what she's going to do with her life because she's graduated from university and is trying to break into um, magazine writing right and is working at a hotel <laughs> in the meantime you know before she can land a, a real job kind of thing um, but it's it's funny like Bridget Jones is and it's sort of a holiday story like Bridget Jones is although I do want to go back and listen to Bridget Jones again but I think I think you might like it it sounds really good and it's read by so it's told from two different perspectives there's the woman and then you also get the, the guy at the bus stop so there's two narrators for the story but the female narrator is Eleanor Tomlinson who plays Demelza in Poldark Oh. Yeah, she's fabulous. So, thoroughly enjoying this book. Okay, now you can talk about your geekery. Yeah, so Amber and I... Sorry, I'm setting my tea mug down. Try not to give up. Um, opened gifts for Yule, and I knew she had gotten me a book, and I knew I had gotten her a book, so she was like, oh, open... Because I could feel it through the, the wrapping paper. That's why you wrap it in a box. <laughs> She's wrapped everything in brown paper bags this year. But yeah, so we gave each other books on Yule, and this is the one that she gave me. And it's kind of like an encyclopedia about the history of die like death and dying. <laughs> but it's got stuff uh, like Viking ship burials and the Black Death. <laughs> and... <laughs> Like, zombies, and the raven, the monkey's paw, like, cultural references, too. Yeah. But also, um, programmed cell death and death of the universe. Wow. Yeah, it, it covers everything. Seances, premature burials, resurrectionists. And there's, like, these beautiful full-color photos, and then, like, a little entry. <laughs> this, is, this is the vampire's one. So I am super excited. Cool. To like go through this thing. And then the other thing, um, one of my regulars at the coffee shop is an artist and a giant nerd. And he recently made, he found a VHS copy of, I think, Return of the Jedi. Whatever episode five is. The one where Han Solo gets encased in carbonite. Yeah, that would be Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So he took that and a Han Solo action figure and, like, put Han Solo into the VHS so it looks like he's frozen in carbonite in the VHS. <laughs> and another thing he did recently was make these little Boba Fett skulls. <laughs> so he gave me one for Christmas yesterday. It glows in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super excited about it. So how did he make it? Is it, like, 3D he, printed? Is it molded? No, he does, he did, like, a sculpture, 
mm-hmm. like out of clay and did a mold and okay. then cast this in I think resin. Yeah. But he he got a bunch of like glowing material and was doing like trial runs and gave me I think the second one. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm super super excited. All right, you got anything else? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's actually it. All right. So the next time we record, it will be 2019. Uh, and I've seen uh, a thing going around on Instagram where people are like picking the nine projects they want to knit in 2019 or make. It doesn't have to be knit. Um, so something for you to think about. Yeah. Maybe. What are they doing? Are they like pulling the pictures off of Ravelry? And- yeah, like the pattern pictures and you you can do the layout and post them on Instagram or whatever. Oh, so like it's all nine in one image instead of doing like a swipey Right, thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it would be a real stretch for me to knit nine projects since I haven't made I to hit my goal. One. <laughs> Good for you. I hit my challenge. My So I originally set it to 20 and I got really close to 20 back in like August. So I upped it to 25 and I hit it with the, the headband. Forever small. <laughs> With the panicked Christmas knitting. Yeah. I was just now, I was going back to see if I had set a challenge, because I thought maybe I I did. thought I told you to, but you might not have. My, my, uh, hmm. my challenge goal was to complete 10 projects this year. And I actually made some stuff this year that I forgot had happened. So that's another thing that's been going on is this year has been so long you forget that stuff actually happened this year. We had an Olympics this year. <laughs> Volcanoes that's erupted how long in Hawaii. 2018 was. <laughs> I forgot we had an Olympics this year. So I forgot I had finished some stuff in January and February. So I actually, I finished four projects this year, including my DNA bootstrap socks that had been on the needles for forever. And I made, yeah, you did. I made Charlie some Valentine socks. I made my selfish. Yeah, you made Charlie Valentine socks out of yarn that I also got you for your birthday. So you need to stop that. I have a lot of that yarn left. Um, Good. I made a second uh, pussy hat last year. Because I had misplaced mine and then found it behind my dresser. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Along with my mittens that I also thought I had lost. But but my Christmas cast on last year was um, my string theory color work socks that I'm actually wearing today. Hmm. That I forgot were finished this year. So Yeah, let me go look at mine real quick. That I finished earlier in the year that I probably forgot I finished this year. The first thing were my was my uh, flashbang socks back in January, and a couple of cowls and my my second pussy hat, yeah, my crazy like trans flag one. Um, a couple pairs of socks, a couple face masks. That lunar phase make-along back in, like, April. Mm-hmm. A bunch of tarot bags. That's how I hit my goal. <laughs> I went on a tarot bag making craze and made, like... Oh, God. One, two, three, four. 
11. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for those tarot bags, I wouldn't have hit my goal this year. And the thing that I've been working on currently is not even uh, on my list. It wasn't in my plans. And one of my goals was to finish this by the end of December, and I just checked. And I'm actually like, this is sock number two. Hey! Uh-huh. That's manageable. I just have to remember where the heck I am. <laughs> well, it looks like you, like, just picked up for the gusset. No, I'm... Or have you started the gusset already? I'm a little bit into the gusset, because I can see it. Well, then just you'll have to just figure out on the, the lace chart. I need to look at the chart and see what row I'm on, yeah. Thankfully, I feel like you're like me and can read charts pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, I can go back and look at the chart and figure out where it is. But So I could, I could maybe finish these before January. That would be cool. I feel like that is totally feasible. Because I was, <laughs> I was like, maybe I should check in this bag. And I was afraid I hadn't even finished the first sock, but I'm actually farther along than I thought. There you go. That would be good selfish knitting to actually finish that sock. And then I would start the new year with a pair of socks. Yeah. But I had also planned to make another self-striping pair and a couple more cookie A patterns that I do still want to do. And a double gusset heel sock, because I've never done that before. What's a double gusset heel? So Other it's, than what, exactly what it sounds like, but like how is it a double gusset? It's, I think it's where the gusset goes underneath the heel. Oh, I've done those. Yeah. I but, love those. Right, that's why I wanted to try it. They and then I had fit a, the arch of my foot really well, that's why I like them so much. Yeah. And then I also had a... A unicorn stuffy pattern on here that I didn't make. Well, that sounds really cute. It is really cute. Maybe I'll make it for Charlie for her birthday or something. You should make it for yourself. <laughs> what am I going to do with a unicorn stuffy? I don't know. What did you do with that one that I got you for, like, Mother's Day one year? I still have it. You gave it to Charlie, didn't you? It, uh, just like you gave all your stuffies that you left here to Charlie? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Although, when your sister moved in, she confiscated all of her stuffies from Charlie. <laughs> and took them to her room. So, Like like her elephants? Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Like, these are mine! Yeah. Okay, 17-year-old. Right, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so we should go. Because I still have to get ready to do all the Christmas baking tomorrow. I have um, not just Christmas cookies for Santa to do, but a pie to make and hot rolls and cinnamon rolls for pie? breakfast. Hmm? Are you making the chocolate pie? Yeah. Yeah, Amber and I are also doing cinnamon rolls because Immaculate Baking Company had like a 30% off sale at Whole Foods on all of their like canned... So you got pre-made stuff, yeah. Yeah, because they are incidentally vegan. <laughs> well, I found a small batch recipe, and you do the the proving overnight in the fridge. Oh. And then just pull them out in the morning. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, we're just going to, like, get up, turn on the oven, 
throw them in. She's mm-hmm. the only one touching them because I don't, I don't do cinnamon rolls. You're not gonna eat any. I don't like them. They are sticky and weird. They are not weird. They're delicious. They are weird. I am not. A, I'm not a fan. You could do instead of doing them in rolls, you could do them as cinnamon twists. You used to eat those when we would go wait, like wait for them to rescue Santa off the roof downtown. I don't remember that. Yeah, I remember rescuing Santa. I don't remember the cinnamon twists. Yeah, no, because Great Harvest would bring like a rack of fresh baked pastries to the corner and sell them for like two dollars a piece. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I do. They were warm, and they would have hot chocolate and hot cider and stuff too. I remember that. I just don't remember the cinnamon twists. I do. What the heck? They were delicious. All right, so we should go. You guys, if you celebrate, have a Merry Christmas. And a Happy Kwanzaa, because that starts the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. Happy Hanukkah, if you were celebrating Hanukkah. And we will see you guys all in the new year. All right, so we'll see you guys next year. Bye. Bye.